Welcome to the MTD Podcast. I'm Giovanni Albanese hosting today's show, a passionate engineer and a very proud member of the MTD team. Today, I'm privileged and really excited to be at the home of Napier Turbochargers, a world-renowned company that manufacture turbochargers for large marine applications and power generation applications. It's a very niche business Um, And we're going to find out how these turbochargers are manufactured, the complexity of components. And I'm joined by two very special guests. Um, My first guest is Dan Seven, manufacturing engineer, who's been at the company for nine years and and done his full apprenticeship at the company. Um, And we're also joined by Carl Downing, solutions provider for Grob Machine Tools UK. Now, Dan, I'm going to start with you. Firstly, thank you very much for opening your doors to MTD CNC and for letting us uh, be part of this kind of journey, if you like, um, into Napier and, and the evolution of the business. Dan, tell us a little bit about yourself and welcome to the podcast. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on, Joe. It's a pleasure. It's been a good day having you at site. Um, like Joe says, I was spent four years doing my apprenticeship here at Napier through various roles and apprentice doors mainly through the machine shop. And then towards the end of my third year, I was looking enough to have a, a placement in the manufacturing engineering department. And then I've, I've stayed here ever since. And then since then, I've carried on through university sponsored by Napier. So I've been very fortunate in that respect. No, thank you, Dan. Now, the, the, the purpose of this podcast for all our listeners is, is not only to find out how these large turbochargers are manufactured, but to discuss how the the process development of these chargers have been improved by a challenge, a challenge that was given to Grob Machine Tools UK. Now, these particular turbochargers, you know, it's a very niche market that didn't necessarily have to improve their process, but Dan was instrumental in, in kind of taking it upon himself to do so. And this brings you into the, the podcast really, Carl and Grob Machine Tools UK. You were challenged from Dan, if you like, to improve a process that was in place for many years. You know, it's something that was a, a proven mm. and reliable process. You know, tell, tell our, our listeners about that's it. That's really one of our greatest strengths. We, we thrive on that. We love it when uh, different sectors or different industries or engineers come to us or come to our front, front door and say, right, we've been doing this particular process for umpteen years. Yes, it works. Yes, we know it does, Rob, but we challenge you to improve it and prove to us that your concept is the best on the market or can improve it to a degree where it will make us rethink the way that we do things. And that's what we've done. So, Dan, like, let's start at the very beginning. What problems did you see for you to think, right, I need to improve this process or, you know, I can improve this process? And, and, and what attracted you to Grob? How did you and Carl meet? So, I think from one of the C code um, innovation for inspiration days one of the engineers brought back the the grob leaflet and it, it, it kind of kicked around the office like leaflets do and we got an inkling a few months before that maybe it's manufacturing what we do we could improve it's not been looked at for a while so we, we had an idea that maybe there's room for improvement sorry i'm totally no, no, sorry, sorry. Totally, totally rambling on a little bit there so we started looking at machine tools and someone said well why don't you try grob so we didn't know how to get in touch with Grob, so I went to LinkedIn. The first person I found on LinkedIn happened to be Carl, dropped him a message, and 
literally the rest is history and here we are because I'm always on LinkedIn <laughs> like me now I've become addicted <laughs> uh, well I think that it's an absolutely fantastic engineering platform I mean I'm, in, I'm on it all the time I haven't got none of my friends on there whatsoever it is literally just it's so business ex- it's so accessible and easy we literally had a, a couple of messages didn't we Dan back yeah. and forth and we just got chatting and literally the, the working relationship yeah we haven't looked back since really no, it's yeah. always been easy. LinkedIn's a great way to have a quick chat, then isn't it? I think, I think we arranged a visit to come see you, introduce ourselves, uh, present the product, the concept, um, from a from a from a brochure point. But then, luckily, uh, Daniel and Pete uh, gave us the opportunity to arrange a visit to Psycho Tools, where again we got we got a full day to showcase the G four fifty T. We got the opportunity to open the doors open the machine and really explain and showcase to them in front of them exactly why we do what we do and why we're good. And you had full confidence that you could achieve? Full confidence, full confidence, full confidence in the machine and everything. And again, it wasn't, I think, at the start, obviously it was just about proving our concept as a machine to achieve what Dan needed to achieve. But then as the time went on, Dan also got to see the bigger picture with regards to Grub, with regards to the Industry 4 packages, with regards to the service, the response, the support, and again, coming back to the solution, not just that machine tool as it stands, but everything as a package, really. No, it's, it's, it's fascinating. So let's, get, like, let's step back one bit. You identified um, a potential improvement within already a massively successful business, you took it upon yourself to investigate this 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 potential improvement. You met with Carl from Grob Machine Tools, and you aired your kind of idea and your thoughts to him ab- about this. And, and 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 some people may shy away from the Grob that have never seen this type of technology before because it's so kind of new, if you like, especially if you've not used this kind of technology. But this actually attracted you to it. Tell us a, li- a little bit more. From your side, Dan, you know, how did you start then to, from a from an identification, from a, a, a you know a thought, how did you start making this kind of in, into a reality? And 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 this is this this is this challenge um, to our listeners, by the way, isn't it? It's not something that is is still in 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 a process. This is now being completed and it's been very successful, and we'll we'll, we'll be going into the to to the to to the kind of uh, outcome very shortly, but. Can you just go into a little bit more detail, please, Dan? Yeah, so me and the other engineers here, because there's, there's a team of six of us um, here at Napier, we started to get an inkling that we could... We weren't, weren't behind, but we've, there was room for improvement. So we looked at cutting tools, looked at equipment we got, and sort of come to the conclusion that, well, let's, let's look at the whole thing as a f- clean sheet of paper and see, see how far we can get. So we basically almost plucked a number out of the air of w- what cycle time we thought we could get. And we basically just went to a lot of the big OEM machines and manufacturers and said, do you think you can hit this? And Carl and Grob were one of, the, one of the ones to come back the quickest, the most confident that, yeah, we can do that. And then from then it was basically us. We just said, show us them. So time, time scale wise, from when you met um, Carl and Grob Machine Tools, um, you know, how long from that initial kind of, you know, contact to completion and, and, and the installation of two machine tools and we'll go on to, 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 to how successful they've been shortly so I don't give everything away but how long did this process take? It was 18 months and I, there was probably a, 
Carl will agree on this. Some of that 18 months was taken up by the, the COVID situation. That 100%, did, that did yeah, 100%. slow things down a little bit, as, yeah, as it did for a lot of people. So, I mean, if we if we look back through when we first started, from the initial conversation to us visiting Seiko and seeing the, the grub for the first time, that was probably six to eight weeks. And then we went down the, the cutting route trial, and that was, yeah, within six months of the initial, initial conversation. That was done at Mindelheim. Yeah, again, so, so then we, we arranged for Dan to um, come to our TAS centre in Grob Mindelheim, where we did a, a full prove out. Yeah. And um, I think as as we opened up the project more, the more Napier wanted to see. So the more that we, we offered and showed them, the more that they, they, they seen that they could get. So do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I think this has got so many different stories within a story and I think there's so many niceties within this podcast. It, it, because it started as just a machine tool, but then, then it grew into something else and it grew more and more and more and more. And it grew very quickly this end because as we realised that what we thought we could achieve, what, what we wanted to achieve was possible, it perked a lot of ears up because I'd like to talk numbers, but we can't be too specific, but the numbers are impressive and it just grew this end. You know, The, the more people... You know, through the senior management team, saw it, see what it could do for the business. It, it grew legs this end. So what this you're end. saying is you didn't you, you didn't even realise the full potential that you were investigating until you met Carl. Is that is that a safe thing to say? I think we only really believed it when we saw it be proved out. Right. <laughs> Up until that point. I, 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 we love that. There's nothing more than having somebody feel that like that you can't deliver something and then them stand in front of you and you deliver it. There's, there's, I, there's don't no think, I, I don't think you've delivered something, Carl, in my opinion. I think you've overachieved, <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, you, you, you've been talking about figures and your expectations, but these expectations have been, you know, overachieved, like I've just said. Is, 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 is that correct? And, and this story that we're telling in this podcast to our engineering audience, it's about collaboration and trust and relationships not just the technology you know for you to be able to embrace some of this technology you need to be educated on that technology and as a consumer or customer you need to have confidence that it would will work you know before you invest and by the sounds of it you had confidence before you signed on the dotted line yeah the whole process through those early early days was just so confident inspiring you know Every time I run Carl, it was always a positive conversation. Then I used to probably bore Luke to death, the applications guy, because I wanted to know <laughs> everything. I wanted I wanted to know all the nitty gritty of what I was getting myself into. Because at the end of the day, as an engineer, you you put your name to a massive massive project. So yeah, can you put give figures on the on 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 monetary value to this project? I'm looking at Carl now. I don't know. We, what should we say, Carl? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let Carl take was this it, question. Was it a six-figure uh, yeah. project? Yeah, it, was, it was a lot of money. Yeah, that's it was a lot of money. And it was yeah. a big investment. Yeah, and we brought together so many things from me as an engineer being a bit selfish here, sorry, Carl, but we brought together the machine tools, the, the tooling, the software in one you know, total clean sheet of paper. So we've worked, I've worked with so many great people through the, pro through the project. So it's, it's nice that this is, again, it, it's really a nice story because a lot of companies can fall into a trap of always doing things the way that they've always done them and, and, and being scared to change. But this clearly illustrates that, that change can have massive um, benefits. So let's start going through the changes. The components that are being manufactured on the grobs are a critical part within the turbochargers, the impellers, if, if I'm correct. So can you start, I know we've got to be rather sensitive in regards to what we can and can't say, um, 
and there's a lot of confidentiality be, behind these components. But can you tell our audience as much as you can about these components and and how it has saved Napier, not just cycle time reductions, cost of part reductions, but all of the other savings, you know, tool life reductions, setup time reductions, and, and, and even with the now, which we're probably going to be discussing shortly, the potential to automate these machines too. So I'll go, I'll go back a level on that, Jill. We'll talk about the turbocharger themselves. So most people that think turbochargers, you think cars. Our turbochargers weigh as much as your car. So our small ones are a ton, our large ones are getting off of five tons. So these are big industrial things. The, the impellers are made from a grade of aluminium. They basically suck the clean air in, compress it, and give it to the engine. So on a machine point of view, we're looking for high accuracy on that part. Yeah, and and it, it <laughs> it's not it's not an easy thing to machine an impeller. I remember Pete saying yeah. it's a bit of a black art. Yeah, it is, because you've got four simultaneous five axes of thin walled components and you've got you know, maybe twenty blades. So you've got a lot to contend with. And there's, there's, there's movement in that aluminium as well after taking the roofing cuts. Is that correct? So you've got to be able to allow for, for, for kind yeah, of movements in the part. You end up with almost like a sixth sense of how, how that cut's going to affect the, the material you leave. And then because, the, because they're thin, how that then affects your finishing, your semi-finishing. So it is a black art. Yeah. I mean, for our audience that don't know, you've got some of the state-of-the-art machines that you were, you were manufacturing the, 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 the impellers on before. So, you know... The, the grub, how has it been a game changer? You know, what, what, how has this completely revolutionised the manufacturing of that impeller? You know, is it the, is it the turning aspect on, on, on the grub machine? Is it, is it the, the, the horizontal spindle? Can you try and, you know, again, kind of give as much <laughs> information as you can in, in, in regards to how you've achieved these? And, and again, we can't tell you exactly... Um, unfortunately, how, how much savings you have achieved, but it is absolutely astonishing. Think about the the five axis milling, which is where the where the dark art is. Mm. I think being horizontal spindle and a quite a powerful spindle as well for, for aluminium, that's where we we gained an awful lot. I think, and you've then got the power to use you know, some of the real advanced roofing strategies and roofing tools that are available in the marketplace, where almost in aluminium, the, the limitation is the machine tool rather than the tool. And also, I think it's worth considering that. We're doing that on a 550T, which mm. is basically the biggest machine we'll ever need for that part. So we've, we've sort of proved that you can go as fast on a small part on a big machine as we need to, or as you can do. I'll never, I'll never forget it when we went to Seiko and we opened up the, the back doors to the machine and we explained and, and showed, you know, what why the makeup mechanically, the fundamentals of the machine, why it is the way it is. And just seeing Dan and Pete, they, they just they took it on board straight away. And that's obviously we understand that our concept's a little bit different, but then when you get the chance to stand there and actually show and explain why it's different and the advantages of that, and then, then you look at the customer or the potential customer, and you can just see their face go, I get it, I understand. Carl, it's been a pleasure coming around with you again today and, and talking to you as we, we you know, we're going round and, and being shown around this fantastic facility. And, and you, you kind of, you can see how proud you are because if you, you're telling me, it's not like you just sat, like again, you've not just sold a machine tool or two machine tools you've sold a complete solution and you've helped someone you've helped a company you've helped you know and and for you that means something and 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 when you were talking to me earlier you had 100 percent complete confidence that 
in your product and, and in your team that you could, you know, achieve or overachieve the expectations that, that were def- asked of you? Definitely, Gio, from start to finish. Don't get me wrong, there's nothing better than getting a phone call from somebody and they say, we've we've saw your machine tool, we'd like to buy one. And <laughs> sign on the dotted line, that, that's great, yeah, that's great. But it's even better when you can then challenge the customer back and go, well, have you thought about this? Or have you thought about this? Or have you started to look at this? This is what else you can bring to your business. Can you grow it this way? Do you need to check this? Do you need to change process here? So again, that collaboration that Grab UK have and all the experience that we have. So as much as a customer will challenge us, we'll then return it and challenge you back to say, well, maybe you need to look at other stuff as well. And let's move on to the other stuff. You know, the gro- the Grob journey has not yet stopped. So you've you've bought a G550T, which Carl's just mentioned, but you've also got a, a, the smaller version, the, the G350T. Yeah. Now, you know, you've obviously got different size of impellers and, and that's the reason for that. Now, you have not really automated processes here before at Napier. I, I don't believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, to, 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 the certain, to, the, to the degree in which we're going to talk about now. So tell us about the next steps in this, in this journey. And, and automation is a real buzzword around our industry at the minute. Yeah, also, like I say, automation has got a massive, massive potential in the future, hasn't it? I think people are starting to realise that. So yeah, one of the things that Grob do really well, if you, if you know them, is system, machi- system machines and, and automation. So that was quite a good fit for where we think we could get to. So having the option to be a Grob or Grob automation on a Grob machine was, was a big benefit. It, it was a no-brainer with regards to the, the size of this investment. You, It was the right decision to make the machines prepared for automation. Obviously, we all know the, the way the world's going at the moment and cost per part is critical. So you need to be prepared for any eventuality so UK manufacturer you've reduced cost per part significantly unfortunately we can't tell our audience how much you've reduced setup times handling times cutting tool costs there's, there's no the, you know the, the knock-on effects across the business you know it's completely revolutionized a, a, an, an absolutely very successful business that's that's been around for a long time the 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 the, the other advantages of this that I can see is is now that, you know, you haven't got to hold stock, you can be more reactive, you know, we're trying to reshore a lot of work. Tell our audience of all these different benefits and, and, and how you can really now be be even more competitive than, than you were before. Yeah, the responsiveness is a massive thing. We've gone from having to hold stock and having reasonable lead times to the lead times come down a lot. You can respond to your, the customers a lot a lot quicker. So all that, all that's just so much easier on the grub. And and from um, a quality perspective as well, what kind of are you seeing any benefits there? You know, I, I don't know your how, how all the ins and outs, particularly of your old process. But were there any issues in regards to quality because of you know it being moved from one machine to another machine to another machine? Have, have you found quality benefits too? I think we're st- still quite early, so it's early days, but. I think there is because we've reduced setups. You, you get less. You inherently get less, like sort of side to side run out. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the big things part of the product is we've sort of trusted the the Renishaw probing, which is again quite new for us. So we're seeing a lot more consistency across the parts that are manufactured across say a batch of six because there's less human interaction. So quality wise, I think it will cu- it will come that way quite quickly. Yeah, I mean, th- we we touched upon today about the, the Renishaw in cycle probing, and and again a really nice um, feature. That that's built in with the the the, the grob machine and 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 
and what I want to do now really is move into the the digital digital side of the the machine tool as well. Now we, we've. We've all been through um, a rough time with COVID, but one thing it certainly has done is it's it's accelerated um, digitalization in lots of different uh, industries, not only just the engineering industry. Um, so, Carl, you know, moving on to you, really, your machine tools are all built in with all different types of Industry 4.0 um, products that can help enhance the, the productivity of a business you know, spindle diagnostics mm, and, mm. And, and everything else. Can you kind of um, tell our listeners, you know, in, in, in layman's terms, you know, what the machine tool is capable of digitally? Uh, well, all our machines are, are connected remote diagnosis. That's, that's, that's available on all machines. And again, I think we touched on that on a, a previous um, podcast year. It's been massively accelerated in COVID. Um, obviously, logistical nightmare of trying to get service engineers where they need to be at certain times is has been difficult so having that having that tool with regards to remote access and then industry four products to try and get if there is a problem to try and get that machine up and running as efficiently and effectively as possible i think it's it's literally a no-brainer now yeah. every machine is going to going to be connected uh, with regards to remote diagnosis. And I think some of the stuff that we're talking in this um, podcast really lends itself to all industries, collaboration, trust, technology, automation, digitalization, you know, and, 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 I'm sorry about this, Dan. I, I haven't mentioned your age yet. You're only 25 years of age. Now, you know, the younger generation of engineers coming into this industry is, is brilliant to see. And, and we also spoke to, to, to your apprentice, I believe, Matt, who's, who's literally just coming to the end of his apprenticeship. And, and I've never met, you know, in my time, such a knowledgeable apprentice ever. He's already programming, running the grobs um, quite comfortably, um, I, yeah. I, I, I can say. Um, and, and these are machine tools that some of the older generation are a little bit scared of. And it really proves that they shouldn't be scared of them at all. No, they shouldn't. I mean, like I said, we've got a, a great team of engineers here. So we've leaned on the more senior members of the team a lot, but we've also been given the, the freedom really at quite young ages to sort of run with it and make it our own our own baby, really, to be honest. So yeah. what are the next steps for you here at Napier? Very good question, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it could be so many things depending on, on what happens coming out of COVID with Brexit. I don't want to get into all that, but it just depends what happens. But it's definitely, this has been the start of a, a big change in the manufacturing here. I think I think this will snowball and I think we'll start looking at, at the rest of our manufacturing processes. It's definitely been a game changer. It's definitely been a game changer. It, it's been a game changer. I can see that. And and as it opened your eyes as a business to, to, to think, you know, to have a look at yourselves and, and say, you know what, you know, we ha we were successful, but we can even be, we can be even more successful now. Is it is is some of these new strategies that, that you've kind of learned about over the last year or so, is it something that you're looking to adopt in different areas? Yeah, definitely. It's definitely been an eye-opener for, for the whole team of manufacturing engineers here. Just the complacency is maybe the wrong word, but you can... Yeah, it's not complacency. I think it's when you get comfortable. Yeah. And there's 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 no necess necessity to grow or look elsewhere or look at yourself in the mirror. But when someone does and then you realise, hang on a minute, do we need to look a bit further? Do we need to look over there? Do we need to look over there? And then you start analysing a little bit more and you realise that the technology that's out there and that's available and accessible 
it's, 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 it's unbelievable, really. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely unbelievable. I mean, you, you're in a very um, luxurious position that, you know, you didn't really have to look in the mirror, as Carl um, alluded to, because, you know, you, you, you're in such a niche market and you're a market leader in what you do, yeah. you know. So you didn't really need to improve, you know. So the, the fact that you have improved is, is, is absolutely brilliant. And, and as a young engineer, in your opinion, you know, would you recommend this kind of technology to all engineers, whether they be small con sub subcontractors or other larger OEM companies such as yourselves, where that they can be a, maybe are a bit complacent? Yeah, definitely recommend the technology. But like you say, from the from the guy who's doing who's doing one offs, you still need to do a one off quickly, don't you? As much as a, a batch of a you know a, a batch like what we do, so. Yeah, I think the technology is great. I think mm. that's the, the beauty of the Grob concept as well. It's not necessarily a, a dedicated machine, and obviously the the name or the brand, the universal machine, it's it's applicable to all industries, all sectors, and it will give you advantages across all of it, no matter what material. Again, Carl, this is a different sector that we've looked upon before. Another different you know, sector, you know, another 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 patch that we're covering, another 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 area that we've been successful improving in. Oh, brilliant. And I'm going to just wrap up really in just a few final questions, but I just want to touch on education with you, um, Dan. It's, it's brilliant. We've just mentioned Matt, but how important is education and changing the perception of engineering in the UK to attract the best young talent? Yeah, it's crucial, I think. I think coming through the apprenticeship route and then into a degree, it gives you the best of both worlds. You can see it hands-on and you can back up with the academia, which is, which is great. And I th encourage anybody younger than me to, to look at it as a career seriously because I think UK manufacturing's we need to be proud of it and we need to grow it and I've got two more questions for you Dan before you go um, one I, I, I've heard a rumour that you listen to the MTD podcast is that true and what do you think of it <laughs> I do listen to you yeah I'm a big listener I, I like them I like what you guys are doing for UK manufacturing so I, I listen to them all I, I even watch other videos brilliant yeah. and this is probably a silly question but as Carl and Grob Machine Tools UK passed the test or passed the challenge? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, <laughs> he paused they far too long then, that. paused far too long. Yeah. No, the, the, it's been a really amazing experience, like you say, Jim. Fairly young, young engineer, new, new through it. Everyone's been great. The machines are delivered on, on what they said they would. Yeah, happy engineer and a happy... Very happy business. No, Dan, it's been an absolute pleasure and, and, and thank you very much again for opening your doors to MTD. We'll also be seeing some videos on, on what we've discussed in, in, the, in the coming um, weeks. Carl, thanks for inviting MTD pleasure, to, to report on this. It's, a, it's another great positive engineering story and we need to be doing a lot more of these, you know, not just MTD, but everyone needs to be reporting on these fantastic engineering stories. But Carl, any last thoughts? Uh, contact Rob. Uh, we're waiting for your challenges. And uh, just going back on the other point, I think I'm a little bit jealous of the young engineers because the technology that's available today, that's accessible. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, Mark Deadman, he's a bit long in the tooth. Now, but he, <laughs> he, he, he did say, he did say, didn't he? He says, yeah. you know what, Matt, he's, he's, he's only 21 and he's working on technology like that. I'd love to have done Unbelievable. that. And, you know, Unbelievable. It's, it, it is, you know, you, you know, Brilliant, yes. absolutely. State brilliant. of the art, the but, latest machines. But the young available. kids need to be seeing this. This is the the point that I, we want to get across. They're not, you know, they, mm. they watch TV and they're still seeing, you know, dirty old workshops with oily mm. floors and knee mills and swarf going all over them. And it's not like that no more. And I Couldn't think be that, further from know, the truth. We are at the, the the cutting edge of technology now, and and some of these 
these places that we visit are, are absolutely fantastic. Guys, it's been a, a, a true pleasure. Thank you very much. And, Thanks, uh, Joe. Thanks, Joe. So, until next week, the MTD podcast, educating and shedding light on our great engineering industry. Make sure to, to leave your comments, um, subscribe, and let us know what you think. The MTD podcast. Thanks for listening to the MTD podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.